Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So there is somebody in sports that has been taking a beating over the last 24 hours, and I'm going to tell you why. They do not deserve it. That's coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program right now. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time on all 300 of our uh, loyal affiliates all across the country. We do this every single week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So you know what's not okay to do? It's not okay to break into your neighbor's house. That's, That's not okay to do. You just shouldn't do it. I wouldn't go over if you're tipping a few back and break into your neighbor's house. Not a good look, not okay to do. But you know when it is okay to break into your neighbor's house, though? When the couch inside is on fire and you don't want their whole house to burn down. So you bust out the window to get inside. Then it's understandable. All right, that Then, then you can accept the fact that you just broke into your neighbor's house because it was for a greater cause. You know what you're not allowed to do? You're not allowed to go 85 miles an hour on the freeway when the speed limit is 65. You want to know when it is accepted, though? When your wife's in labor and you got to get her to the hospital because she's having a child. They'll tend to look past the previous violation because they'll understand the severity of what it is that you're dealing with it in that moment. The point being, sometimes the initial violation is understandable. If ultimately 
It was for the good of a bigger cause. So when I'm watching and listening and hearing and seeing and noticing all the people bitching and moaning about the block charge call in game one of the NBA Finals Thursday night, I got to ask, did you really not think that was a block? I mean, like, the NBA already came out earlier and said, yeah, they got the call right. They had that dumb last two-minute report they come up with, and the NBA came out and said, "Uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we got that call right. But that seemed to be, in a game that had two or three bizarre scenes in the final minute, that seemed to be the one that a lot of people were hot on. Now, the J.R. Smith thing and J.R. Smith having a brain freeze and forgetting what the hell was going on in that game, that's turned into a joke that people have been picking on him and ripping the guy. But that block charge one is fascinating to me because I've watched it a hundred times. And the second I saw the replay... I knew that was a block. Seemed pretty easy. So if you can see it, and if you know that they got the call right, who cares how they did it? Who cares what process it took to get to that point? The idea was to get the call right, and they did. They even looked back at it and said, yeah, yeah, we got that one right, but we may have missed on a couple other ones in the final two minutes. But that one we got right. And for some reason, people were all bent out of shape about that play. That was one of the the, uh, two or three instances that I mentioned in the final minute of that game that got a lot of people really bothered, and I don't understand. Listen, looking and going through somebody's phone is creepy, and it's kind of pathetic. But if by doing that you find out they've been fooling around on you, who cares? They'll forget all about the creepy behavior. Uh, you'll, you'll be exonerated of looking through somebody's phone if you find out ultimately that your gut was telling you something and they've been hanging out with the pool boy the last two Thursdays in a row. The point of replay is to what? The point of replay is to get it right. That's the ultimate goal. Get the call right. If you can go to replay... Just get it right. Make sure you get it right. So I'm willing to concede that maybe the path they took to get to that call wasn't by the book because that part of it wasn't reviewable. But getting it right is what matters, and I think they did. So I don't know where people come off and they're complaining and they're crying about, oh, man, and it's turning into this, well, the Warriors get all the breaks and the Warriors, all this stuff happens, and there we go. There's another a charge foul uh, that should have been a charge on Kevin Durant, and you're not allowed to review that, and all the other complaining and crying. It's like the law offices of bitch and moan opened up on Friday, and everybody had to state their case about how unfair it was. And to me, you watch that, I, I, I'm sorry, but that's, that's a block. And it was LeBron. Sorry. I, I, I understand that the path to get there wasn't maybe the correct way, but as long as you get there, who gives a rip afterwards? Who cares? And beyond that, there was still 36 seconds left in that game. Okay? Like, like there, was, there was still time in that game to do something. There was still time to react and get something done. 
and you had multiple opportunities to close that game out, and you didn't. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for LeBron James. I don't feel bad for the Cavs. I don't feel bad for their crying fan base. And I don't feel bad for the LeBron fanboys that go on radio and TV with tears streaming down their face because their favorite player was called for a foul. That's a blocking foul. Tough balls. It didn't ruin LeBron James's night. Okay, that didn't ruin his night. It didn't put a damper on things. He still had a fantastic game. The guy's amazing. It didn't ruin his night. The refs didn't cost the Cavs the game. That's the other one that's been floated around, that the refs cost the Cavs a game. Go back and look at all the other plays that went, stop. Just stop. Okay, this wasn't a quote-unquote embarrassment for the league That was the other one out there. Big stage. The league embarrassed themselves. And I got news for you. It wasn't a bad look for the NBA either. Okay, think about this. If you're the NBA and you're Adam Silver, are you really upset with the officiating in that game? I don't care if you thought there were questionable calls or not. Think about what game one provided you. All right, go ahead and and recap. If you had to just sum up game one of the NBA Finals in a nutshell... Here's what you would say. That game one gave you everything you could possibly want. You had good action. There was good back and forth action. There were several comebacks. Looked like Golden State was going to pull away and then didn't. Cleveland took a late lead. It was back and forth all the way down to the wire. You had a great performance by a great player. LeBron James was unbelievable in that game. He was fantastic. Maybe the best he's ever looked. You had controversy with all the stuff that took place in that final minute, all the the discussions, the back and forth, uh, people going on social media enraged. You had a skirmish between Tristan Thompson, who's already in the news because uh, it came out, uh, what, a month and a half ago that, that he was caught on video at some hookah bar on the East Coast or wherever the hell he was, and, uh... Some uh, some woman was shuffling his cards <laughs> out in the open, you know, uh, little uh, huh? yeah, little little pocket aces, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> you know, one one of those situations. So Tristan Thompson's there; he's already got some recognition. Draymond Green, of course, is in the middle of it, so you got a good skirmish. You've got a brain freeze by J.R. Smith that turned into a meme, uh, and people now converted that into J.R. Smith running to a liquor store to buy Hennessy. Uh, that meme made the rounds on Friday. Um, it, it, I mean, you've got a, a LeBron temper tantrum afterwards where he picks up a purse and walks out and tells a reporter to be better tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, on top of all that other stuff, you got free basketball because the game went into overtime. All right? I have been, nobody's been more critical of the NBA playoffs than I have been on the radio. Nobody has. But that game wasn't a good night for the NBA. That game was a great night for the NBA. And guess what? For the crybabies out there who complained and bitched and moaned about whether or not they got the call right, as it turns out, they got it right. Move on to game two. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio.
877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. Uh, you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Uh, up next, we may have ourselves a juicy little NFL scandal on our hands. Find out what I'm talking about next year on FSR. No juice. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes, we've got our latest NFL scandal. A possible scandal could be huge news. Uh, We'll tell you what that is a couple of minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to welcome in, as we do every single week at this time, uh, the crew that will be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. Actually, don't do that if you're driving. No, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Round of applause for Iowa Sam, our tech producer, Good to the last drop. Who is all decked out. He's got an Iowa Hawkeye shirt on. He's got an LAFC MLS team hat on. Sportsing hard today. Oh, yeah. Pepperidge Farms, a gas station shirt. I just had to come from my other job, you know. Yeah. Making cookies (laughs) because this job. uh, Yeah. Doesn't quite pay. Uh, so Iowa Sam is here. He's all uh, he's all excited. He's uh, you feel like you're you're back into the swing of things. I know last week you were coming back from vacation, weren't you? Wasn't that last week or was no, that the week before? That, um, that was actually three weeks ago. Oh, so okay. You're a little uh, a little off there. Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay. Everything's I got back on the tent. Point. Yeah, Let me tell you right. something, man. Weekend overnights they throw you for a loop. You uh, sometimes don't know which way is up. But uh, but so so Sam looks uh, he looks refreshed. He looks eager. A little bit goofy. How much caffeine have you had so far, Sam? Uh, I've had I had a cup of coffee before I came into okay. work. Uh, I just feel energized tonight, yeah. so I'm f- I feel good about it. A lot of lot of fun topics this week in sports. Uh, Mike oh, Mayer, yes. ladies and gentlemen, is your uh, executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. A great block by Mike Mayer, number sixty. How we doing, Jonas? Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, how are you doing? You're Mister Cleveland Cavalier, so I know yeah. you, uh, you you took that Cleveland! one on the chin. Yep, I took it on the chin. Um, I was briefly one of those people who you were referencing in the first segment i mean obviously it's not easy to come to grips with it but in the end you are right they did get the call right it wasn't it it was it was a block i just didn't like the fact that they went through a judgment call and then they went through it but like you said you it's in the end they got it right and that's the goal of replay so yeah I I, i get it i just think sometimes uh in order to get the the correct answers maybe you gotta bend the rules a little bit but ultimately, if you get the right answer, I think that should be the, the, the major conversation. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a uh, normally this gentleman is with us on Saturdays into Sundays. OK, Saturdays into Sundays, but a rare Friday night slash Saturday morning appearance by the most violent man in sports talk radio at all times. He's got nunchucks, ninja stars and Gatling guns. It is Ralph Irvin, everybody. Ralph Irvin is the news. Ralph. Hey, it's not going to be that rare. I'm going to be with you next Friday, too. Uh, all right. Two in a row. And, and don't tell people, you know, about my stash, you know. It's, you know. Yeah, I probably shouldn't go on the air and say that, right? That's probably I don't I don't want people to think. Don't need to attract that attention. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the most violent man in uh, sports radio, Ralph Irvin, is in the building. Um, so, uh, so that Aloha, means that means a special surprise coming up in hour three. So, if you can make it all the way to hour three, you will get a treat because Ralph will turn into the most unprofessional sports anchor in the history of the universe in hour three. 
So can't wait. That. I can't mm-hmm. either. Um, all right. So Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We got to get to this because this is uh, this is good stuff. Right. So there was there was this story out there that I, I thought at the time had some curious coverage. All right. Like we all understand that that people in the media do play favorites. Um, and if you wanted to to have further proof of that, or if you wanted to point to something that would give you an argument towards that side of things, um, this story that came out, um, I, I think, would back you somewhat in your, in your argument. And so this story came out uh, a couple of years ago, and um, just some curious coverage, all right? And it's mostly because of who was involved in the story. So Al Jazeera America... Um, which is a defunct news organization or whatever. It's kind of a bizarre name. I don't really get it. Uh, first time I heard the name, I I thought it was like a restaurant. I had no idea. I had no idea it was an actual news network. All right, that's so. Al Jazeera America a couple of years ago released this documentary in which they accused Peyton Manning and some other athletes of PED use, and it was mostly targeting Peyton Manning. All right, and there was um. A guy who was a part of the documentary, um, and there's a couple layers to this documentary, where the guy accused Manning of having HGH sent to his house and other locations around the country, but that Peyton Manning would have it addressed to his wife, to where this HGH and these shipments would go to Peyton Manning, but they'd be addressed to his wife. And then the guy backtracked on his comments um, but it was on video to where there were associates that came to the house to threaten him. Those were reportedly associates of Peyton Manning's. Um, Peyton Manning uh, denied it all. Uh, he even threatened to sue, but he ultimately never did. So that story was out there, you know. A couple, and it's it's died down, and people kind of lose lose focus on it and lose sight of of that whole story. And of you know something that happened a couple of years ago. Peyton Manning's retired and all that stuff. So on Friday. The story resurfaced, courtesy of The Hollywood Reporter, who sang, amongst other things, in, in, a, in a long article, but the Cliff's Notes version, the short abbreviated version, was that Peyton Manning's lawyers confirmed much of what this individual in the documentary said about Peyton Manning having HGH shipments sent um, his wife and him going to the clinic late at night, uh, having that stuff shipped to uh, Peyton Manning's wife with her name on it. So this court document that leaked on Friday is saying that Peyton Manning's lawyers confirmed that. Like, they confirmed a lot of what this guy said. They don't say specifically what they, they're confirming, but they do confirm a lot of what this guy said. So... Peyton Manning's agent comes out. He denies it, of course, and they could do that whole that whole routine. He makes a statement or whatever. They couldn't contact Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning's agent makes a statement, and um, it seems like a he said he said situation. Like everybody's pointing fingers. No, no, no. You did it. No, you did. Oh, this isn't you know. So it's it seems like just one of those situations where maybe you don't get down to the bottom of it. Uh, you're not really sure, but it, it is kind of fishy and kind of bizarre. And the whole story and the fact that it popped up all these years later is kind of interesting. And I couldn't care less about Peyton Manning taking PEDs. I'll be honest with you. I couldn't care less if the guy takes HGH. 
whatever. Take whatever the hell you want. If you really needed that to get back into playing shape or to get your neck back and and feel like you were going to be able to play football and that was what was going to get you there, and if you're that passionate about it and you needed to do it, go do whatever you got to do. I've been honest about it. I've taken performance-enhancing drugs before. I took them years and years, probably 17 years ago, uh, was working out, uh, had somebody say, hey, try this stuff. I took it. It was amazing. The greatest workouts I've ever had in my life. Uh, went for about a month, and it was it was crazy. But I just decided I don't want to get in. I just don't want to do this. I don't want to continue with it. But this stuff does have some advantages, and it does amazing things. And that was 15 years ago. Nowadays, I can't even imagine what it's like. Okay, so I don't care if Peyton Manning took HGH. I really don't care. I think sometimes we label. Uh, these players and these athletes who take this stuff as cheats or villains or whatever. I just think that's kind of a, a broad stroke on something that deserves a much deeper discussion. But I'm more fascinated with the coverage of this because it is very, very interesting. All right. Because here's what I do know. I know this to be a fact. If this was a Tom Brady story, this would have gotten much more coverage than it did on Friday. If a Tom Brady story resurfaced a couple of years later, that would have been talked about much more in depth than it was on Friday. Okay? I mean, think about it this way. Brady and Belichick fight over his trainer being allowed in the building, and ESPN runs a seven-page manifesto on it. Peyton Manning's representatives may have admitted to HGH use by the former quarterback, and it's crickets. You don't hear a damn thing. Nobody touching it. And it's like I said, there are certain people in sports and in other walks of life who we give free passes to. And Peyton Manning is one of those people in this story because it hasn't gotten a lot of coverage People just did dismiss it and go, oh, well, consider the source. I mean, oh, man, consider the source. Oh, it's just the Hollywood Reporter. What do they know? Oh, Al Jazeera, what do they know? A lot of people said the same stuff about another news organization. They said, oh, consider the source, man. Like, why would you listen to anything they said? They have no idea what they're talking about. That source is TMZ. A lot of you were proven wrong about TMZ. If they report something... You now trust it. They are a trusted source. Okay? They break huge stories all the time. The Ray Rice video, all that stuff. Like TMZ's at the root of. Have they missed on a couple of stories here and there because they get a bad source or they get they get bad information? Who hasn't? But don't play the whole, well, consider the source and where it's coming from. All right, that's just that's a way to not want to talk about the story because you want to continue to give Peyton Manning a free pass on this. But here's all I'll say. And again, I don't care if he took HGH. I do not care. I'm not going to sit here and, and throw stones from a glass house and say, oh, how, how the hell could Peyton Manning do that? He's cheating the system. If that guy felt that that's what he needed to do to get back into the NFL, it, you do whatever you got to do. But the NFL has said that they, quote unquote, investigated it and found nothing wrong. If it comes out, that this is true, that's an awful and hypocritical look for a league that vilified 
pursued punishment and ultimately punished Tom Brady for letting air out of some balls. So just keep an eye on this. Whether it goes any further, whether anything comes of it, I have no clue. But I just find it curious, the lack of coverage on this story, because you know for a fact if that was Brady, we'd hear much more about it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at TheJonasKnox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up next, so this show floated out an idea a while back. We floated out an idea that I think would fix a lot of issues in sports. And it came back and came up into the national conversation again very recently. I'll tell you what that is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, you just sit back. You tell whoever's in the car yelling right now to shut their damn mouths and you pay your respects to Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And yes, it was quite the night of baseball on Friday. It was quite the night for the Atlanta Braves. His pitch. Front door breaking ball. Socked to left. Deep. Going. Going. Gone. It's a three-run blast for Swanson. And the Braves now lead Strasburg 4 to nothing. WCNN 680. The fan and the Braves radio network with the call. Atlanta 4-0 winner over Washington. Mike Fultonevich. Complete game. Two-hit shutout. Atlanta now leads the NL East by a game and a half over the Nationals. The White Sox, 8-3 winners over Milwaukee. The Brewers still lead the NL Central, but just a little bit less after the Cubs were 7-4 winners over the Mets. Kyle Schwarber, a three-run home run in that game. Texas shut out, or make that the Angels shut out Texas 6-0. Albert Pujols, career home run, number 600. 22 Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Seattle, a 4-3 13th inning winner over Tampa Bay. And the Dodgers, 11-8 winners over NL West leading Colorado. But Jonas, I know you're interested in seeing more, so let's just run that back, why don't we? Good stuff, Ralph. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, coming up uh, probably about 13 minutes from now here, uh, we're going to debut a new segment on the show. We've kind of we've kind of messed around with it a little bit, tweaked it a little bit. We're going to uh, debut a new segment on the show, so I'm looking forward to that. It should be a good time uh, here so on excited. Fox Sports Radio. I am too. Uh, who the hell is that, by the way? Who? That's Josh Heifel. Is it really? Play that again. So excited. That's <laughs> what, Josh Heifel. What, has he got a mouthful of food? <laughs> Maybe. It wasn't he a former, what, Oklahoma quarterback? I don't know. Who cares? Like that. Now he's a quote, coach somewhere? Yeah. Uh, who cares? Um, all right, but we will uh, break down uh, Josh Heifel's career uh, coming up on uh, June the 33rd. So make sure you stick around for that. June 33rd is Hypel Night here on the show. Uh, everything you need to know about Josh Hypel coming up on June 33rd. So excited. Um, all right. So the, uh, we were talking about this. So th- this big controversy after game one of the NBA finals, right? And my old thought on it is if they took uh, 
if they took a shortcut or they did something that's not quote unquote legal in order to get the call right, who cares? Ultimately, they got the call right. That should be all that matters. I just think there are certain things that the initial violation is understandable if ultimately it's for the betterment of the game, if it's for the betterment of the situation, and if you get it right, you get it right. You know, like this whole, it's like I said, never break into your neighbor's house. But if the Christmas tree's on fire and they're out shopping, I think it's okay to break into the neighbor's house and try and stop the fire and put it out. You know what I mean? Like, so, so don't vilify the refs and say, oh, the refs scam. Oh, they totally screwed the Cavs over, man. They did something they weren't supposed to do. Uh, and then they changed their call. They got the call right. That should be all that matters. They got the call right. That's where the discussion needs to take place. Was it a block on LeBron James? Yes. Okay, so shut up. Like, could you imagine your wife, your girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, whoever, catches you cheating? And they catch you cheating because they go through your cell phone. Okay? Like, if you say to them, how dare you go through my phone? Does that mean that you weren't sleeping with the pizza guy? Okay? <laughs> like, does that mean you weren't having rendezvous at Motel 6 uh, uh, with with uh, the, the guy who stocks up the back shelves at 7-Eleven? No. Oh. No, it, it like you don't. It doesn't absolve you from cheating just because they did something uh, and bent the rules a little bit and invaded your privacy. You were cheating. You got busted. Shut up. That's what this is. LeBron James committed a foul. It was a blocking foul. Don't accuse the refs of scamming the game and doing something wrong. They got the call right. Period. That 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 should be where the discussion ends. Period. They got the call right. But here's what I, I I've said this before. And I was in full agreement. A couple of years ago, Bill Belichick came out and he said, I think everything should be reviewable. And I 100% agree. I 100% agree in the NFL, everything should be reviewable. And if you don't want to review everything, because maybe not everything needs to be reviewed, there are options. And I know that we went over an option, an idea that I had several months ago as far as what they should do. And I think it could apply to the NBA. So... Like the important thing in all of this is not efficiency or the process to get it right. The most important thing is to get it right. Who cares how efficient it is? Who cares what the process is to get there? If you get it right, you get it right. Everybody wins. All right. So the idea that I came up with for the NFL was coaches get five challenges a game. I think it was, I think we did five challenges and we discussed it. We did it over a couple of different shows because there was a bad call in the NFL and, uh, and the play was ruled not reviewable. So you couldn't review it uh, because if you did review it, you could tell that they got the call wrong and it was an NFL game. And so my whole thing is, why are there certain things that aren't reviewable? That doesn't make sense. Okay? So my thought was, why don't you just give coaches five challenges a game? Enough with this, well, if you do this, you miss a timeout or you lose a timeout here. Whatever. I mean, if you want to punish them, have them lose timeouts. If they get the challenge wrong, they get it wrong, fine. That's fine. If, if they're out of timeouts and they use a challenge flag and they get it wrong, penalize them five yards. I don't know. Figure that out on your own. But the whole point being, just get it right. Challenge anything you want. If you're an NFL coach and you see uh, your guy gets called for pass interference and it was a 30-yard gain on third and nine, 
and it's a game changer, throw the challenge flag and say, I want you to relook at that because I don't think it was pass interference. And guess what? If they look at it and they deem that it was a bad call, ball comes back. I mean, I, I just, I, I think everything should be, no, well, it's, it's a judgment call. Stop. Like, did you get it right or did you not get it right? You look back and then you decide. I would rather them do that than to get it wrong. And I think in the NBA, coaches outside the last two minutes and a quarter, like you should be able to, in the NBA, it's the same thing. You should be able to review everything. Should be able to review everything. The NBA has this weird thing where it's only the last two minutes, uh, and they'll only review certain things. And then uh, uh, last night, the uh, the thing was, well, you know, they can re- they can only review what they if he was outside the circle or inside the circle, but they can't review whether he was moving. Is it a foul, man? Is it a foul? That's it. Like, I don't I, I don't understand this. Like that's all that that's it. Like you should be able to review everything. Same in the NFL. Same in the NBA. Everything. But I think the focus on all this stuff has become too much on the process and not enough about the most important aspect, which is making the right call. People's jobs are on the line. Okay? Dennis Erickson lost his job with the Seattle Seahawks because there was a play way back in the day when Dennis Erickson was the coach in Seattle where I think Vinny Testaverde, I think they might have been playing the Jets, uh, there was a quarterback sneak they called it a touchdown. And then, because they didn't have instant replay then, it clearly showed on the replay that it wasn't a touchdown, that he was short of the goal line. And guess what happened? Because of that loss, Seattle missed the playoffs, and Dennis Erickson got fired. If they make the playoffs, who knows what happens? I mean, that could change the course of his career. There are people's jobs on the line, okay? There are legacies. There are careers on the line in these games. You need to get the calls right, and they got that one right. But too often, we fall victim to this, well, it's not reviewable. Why? Like, I want to know what's happening. I want to know whether or not somebody got it right. And I've said this before. If it was your job, okay, if you were at your job, and you knew that your job was on the line. And if it meant staying after an extra 15 minutes and you knew that you could save your job, would you work an extra 15 minutes to save your job? Of course you would. So why do we care if it takes a little longer to watch a game in order for them to get it right? Who cares? You're watching a game. You're not sitting in the DMV. You're not in a dentist chair and the Novocaine's running out. You're watching a damn game. You've been scratching your crotch. You've been eating Funyuns and you're drinking light beer. Who cares if it takes another 15 minutes? Just get it right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. Uh, you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, real quick, Sam, uh, in what order would you do that? Would you scratch your crotch first and then uh, have Funyuns, or would you do it in the reverse? I think I, I would uh, feed myself with the Funyuns first, and then do all that other extracurricular yeah. activity later. Yeah, because yeah, either either combination is not eh. going to be real comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do. I do know All what right. you mean. Okay. I think we go both ways though. Sometimes, don't we? As men, we there, do. There's yes. a uh, there's a couple of drops in yes. there for out of context by Absolutely. Mike Bear as Sam just continues to step on the bear trap that is laid for him here on the air. Uh, this is going to be a fun show. I can already tell. All right. Uh, again, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The phone number. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, we are going to debut a brand new segment on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I recommend you listen to it. Uh, just be a decent person and stick around. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Now get it right or pay the price. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Just had an interesting conversation during the break in which it was revealed that uh, Iowa Sam, our tech producer, um, once had lunch with Jessica Simpson. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> well, I mean, you not exactly. Oh, well, uh, you were in a bar. Uh, yeah. What a shock. You were in a bar yeah. during the day. I was drinking uh, tea in the bar. Yeah, you're, that, you're yeah. full of crap. I know yeah. what place you were at, and yeah. they don't serve tea. No. Trust me, I was there last week. Um <laughs> Uh, you were in a bar having a, uh, a a burger and a beer. That's right. And Jessica Simpson walked in. She did. She was with a little entourage, had a couple ladies with her. And uh, yeah, I just looked at her. I mean, she looked a little older. I mean, a little, you know, a little wiser. And uh, that's not the word I used before, but. You know what? Uh, yeah, that's not uh, definitely not the word you used before. Uh, you, but I mean, I didn't like speak to her or anything. I just glanced over and I'm like, "Hey, there she is. We're in we're in L. A. Listen, all. if if things don't work out with your lovely girlfriend, and I met your girlfriend. She's she's a good person. Um, if things don't work out with her, why don't you be a sport, help the show out, and start dating a celebrity? Is that is that too much to ask, man? I I would love to do that because you know that would just make my life and all of our lives a lot more interesting. Could you imagine Sam dating a Kardashian? Oh, for the love of Christ, please date a Kardashian, please. I don't know. I think I'd rather uh I'll take you to Calabasas. Over, yeah. I I live like uh, 15 minutes from Calabasas. I'll take you there. I think That'd I'd be, be rather be run over by a dump truck. All right. Uh it's time for a uh, brand new which is not far off from from the actual thing. Uh it's uh, time for a brand new segment we're going to do on the show. It's uh, something called this. There's a big difference between what you think will happen and what you want to happen. And here to show off his sick and twisted mind. Yeah, I think it's twisted and sick. Jonas Knox. So I've often said that there are things that that I I think are true or things, you know, certain situations where I think something, but it's not really what I want. You know, if I were a homer, like, this is what I want. So we're going to do this each week. There are several stories out there and angles to the story in which I think something is going on, but what I really wish was going on. And so Mike Mayer is here to give me those stories. Mike, uh, fire away. All right, let's start off with uh, game one of the NBA Finals. J.R. Smith said post game that he knew the score was tied when he took the rebound and ran it back out. Jonas, what do you think and what do you want? Well, what I think is that J.R. Smith uh, got a little bit of a brain freeze. I think he got the rebound. I think he was thinking about clock. I think he was thinking about uh, let's pull it back. Um, let's you know, let's try and milk some clock here, and let's uh, let's let's get a, a better shot and one to where they don't have to. I think he just had a brain freeze. It's like uh, is it Leonard Hamilton, the Florida State basketball coach, who didn't foul when there was a four point game? He didn't foul. And everyone said, God, did you know what, what, how much time was left in the tournament game? And he got very uh, awkward by the question afterwards. And it was, it was sort of this back and forth. It's similar to that. So what I think happened is much like Leonard Hamilton, 
J.R. Smith had a brain freeze. What I want to have happened is that J.R. Smith had money on the game. Okay, that's what I want to happen. In a perfect world, we could be doing a show about J.R. Smith gambling against his team and having the Warriors on the money line, but unfortunately, that's probably not the reality. Next. All right, next one. Uh, Johnny Manziel made his preseason CFL debut. I almost said NFL. CFL debut on Friday night. So, Jonas, what do you think and what do you want? What I think is that he's going to play well. Uh, I think he'll play well. Um, I think that he will be the starter eventually. I know June Jones, uh, the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, has said that uh, Jeremiah Masoli is going to open up as the starter. Okay, So what I think is that Manziel eventually will be named starting quarterback. They just don't want to damage uh, Jeremiah Masoli, and they don't want to hurt his confidence or anything like that. They don't want to screw him over and just give the job to Manziel. What I want is for Manziel to be named starter immediately. And if you're a CFL fan or you're the CFL in general, you should want that to happen too, okay? Because that preseason game got more coverage than the Peyton Manning Al Jazeera story in which he may have admitted to HGH use, okay? That right there ought to tell you how big a name Johnny Manziel still is. All right, last one here, Jonas. Sources say that Brian Colangelo's wife could be involved in his burner account scandal that's going on over there in Philadelphia. Jonas, what do you think of this story, and what do you want from this story? Well, I think that this story is uh, is very bizarre, uh, but very entertaining, and I think that Brian Colangelo is probably going to lose his job. This is a bad look. Uh, you lose trust in a guy who's calling, making a lot of decisions, and just uh, it showcases a, a real insecurity with Brian Colangelo. What I want is for this story to have taken place right before our show goes on the air. And I'm pissed off that it's not. I'm sick and tired of the weekday guys. And they deserve it. They're all fantastic. They already get all the top stories. And then they get ones like this. Stories like this Brian Colangelo burner account scenario was made for this show. Much like the Manti Teo uh, catfishing story with the fake dead girlfriend. Uh, I can and Polly punching uh, a guy who he thought was a woman who was hiding under a sheet because he saw his beard. And that catfishing story. Certain stories are made for the weeks. Certain stories are made for the weekend overnights. And that was one of them. More coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. So there are many of you who share something in common with many others in the media. And it all has to do with one athlete. Find out what I mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can always find us on SiriusXM Channel 83. And wherever you are listening to the program right now, we always appreciate a few minutes of your time on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So uh, you guys all have a lot in common. I don't want to say all of you. But a lot of you have a lot in common with some people in the media. Um, And I'm going to explain what that is coming up here uh, in just a moment. But we were talking about earlier just the controversies at the end of Game 1 of the NBA Finals, which is great for the NBA because it gives you everything you want. Uh, The game was fun. You had a great performance. 
You got controversy, you got skirmishes, you got trash talk, you've got ejections. All of that stuff is great for the NBA. There are so many things. You could just do an entire show on just the final 37 seconds of that game, the final minute of that game. You could do a whole show on it because there's so many different angles of it. So in that regard, and I'm talking about just the final minute of regulation, Then it goes into overtime, so you get free basketball. I just thought it was a great night for the NBA. This idea that it was a bad night for uh, the NBA, that the officials embarrassed the league, all that stuff, I think that's way overblown, way too overdramatic. Uh, It was a great night for the NBA. Controversies are a part of sports. The more controversial stories, always the best stories. I've told you guys from day one, I'm not going to come on and do a box score show. I'm not going to read a bunch of stats. I'm not going to tell you who who did what uh, uh, in in situations uh, and do a bunch of stat comparables. Stats are important from time to time, but I heard a, a great line from a boss who told me one time, stories, not stats. Stats are great for television. They don't really work if you give an overabundance of stats to people who are listening because you kind of get lost. As, sooner or later, you hear all the numbers and you go, okay, what the hell is this? All right, so there were so many stories in the final minute of that game And for what we do, and for what you do, we all love sports. We all love sports radio. Um, I still listen to it uh, all the time. It was a great game. Like it, it, it lived up to uh, expectations. I think it was actually better than what a lot of people expected, and it was fantastic towards the end. I thought it was great. Um, The block charge call you know that controversy NBA comes out with this two minute report or whatever they say they got the call right I thought they got the call right how they got to that point it doesn't shouldn't really be the discussion that's what a lot of people are complaining about it's just that they got it right but here's the, the thing that I, I I did notice about that game all right so you could tell that LeBron James knew how important that game was you could tell because his behavior in the game, was different. We hear all the time about what a great teammate LeBron James is, right? Great teammate. Did you see how bad he showed up, J.R. Smith, after he made that decision to bring the ball to the backcourt? Like, did you see how he showed him up? I mean, we'll do entire shows on uh, Tom Brady yelling at an assistant coach or... Another player uh, getting into an altercation with uh, with a teammate. If that's if that's Des Bryant, oh man, we'll do an entire story on Des Bryant and how dysfunctional he remains to be because he can't get along with teammates. And look at how he's showing his teammates up and he's showing his quarterback up on the sideline. If that was Terrell Owens, oh man, but LeBron does it. Now nah, we're just going to skip past that. We'll go ahead and we'll skip past that. All right, so. And, and I don't care. Listen, in the heat of the moment, people say things. Doesn't bother me. But you could tell that that game really meant a lot to LeBron James. All right? Because the behavior in-game, and then his behavior afterwards, uh, you know, walking off, getting frustrated, getting flustered with a question, uh, telling a guy uh, who's been covering sports for, what, probably 30 years. I, I've seen that guy covering sports for the longest time. He's been on television for years. Um, you know, be better tomorrow. When he was asking fair questions, fair questions after the game that should have been asked, that nobody else had the guts to ask, and he did it. And kudos to him. So you could tell that LeBron James 
that one really dug at him. Because the one thing that LeBron James has done this postseason is he's picked his spots. Okay, he he determines early on which games are winnable and which aren't. If you look at the Boston series, there were a couple of uh, games in that series where I think he just sort of determined that they either didn't have it that night or it's better to conserve a little bit of energy, let Boston uh, rack up the scoreboard and, and, and dominate this game, and then you come back and you just get after it. Games one, uh, game five. There were a couple of examples in the Boston series where I think LeBron determined that, yeah, this is not a winnable, winnable game, and we're going to have to extend the series, and I'm going to have to pick my spots. And I think he could tell early on against Golden State that that was a winnable game, okay? That was a winnable game for Cleveland, and he knows that they let one get away. But LeBron James wasn't the only one who realized how important that game was, and you could tell by their actions, okay? You could also tell how important that game was for the uh, the uh, LBWs, okay? Those are the uh, LeBron ball washers. Uh, or the uh, LFBs, uh, those are the uh, LeBron fanboys. Uh, or the uh, the LDL, uh, that's the LeBron Defense League. Uh, you could tell that it was a very important game for all of those people, too. Um, because all you had to do was go on social media or see some of the reactions on Friday after the game. You could tell how important it was to those people. There are too many people in the media who have rallied around LeBron James for too long and have become way, way, way too emotionally attached to his pursuit of Michael Jordan. There is an emotional attachment to LeBron James that I don't know that I've seen with another athlete. And it's crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how you can get that emotionally attached to something like this. I don't I, I don't understand. And it's now become personal to a lot of people that cover sports, this LeBron James phenomenon. It's become a personal thing for them. And you can tell it's become personal, much like LeBron James, because of their behavior during the game. Go scroll through tweets. Uh, You could tell it's become very personal uh, because of their behavior after the game. Uh, Turn on a radio or a television, and... um, There are people that just have gotten so attached to this LeBron James era that they are now taking it way, way, way too seriously, okay? I'm sorry if LeBron James scoring 51 points is secondary to the fact that, you know, he lost. Sorry. Um, You can blame the refs. You can say the refs screwed him over. You can say the refs really cost the Cavs that game. You can be critical of the last two-minute report in the NBA that says that Draymond Green had a lane violation and that he grabbed LeBron James here. You can go and do all that. You can blame J.R. Smith if you want and say, well, he's stuck with J.R. Smith. I mean, this guy can't catch a break. You can blame anybody you want, okay? But um, is it is it the refs' fault? Is it, is it J.R. Smith's fault that LeBron James was 0-4 for 4 from the field in overtime? Like, is, is it their fault? Is it their fault that, that you, me, Iowa Sam, 
Aaron Hernandez and Mike Mayer, our executive producer, all scored the same number of field goals in overtime that LeBron James did on Thursday night? Is it their fault? Okay. Is it the ref's fault that the two guys who had meltdowns in that game, J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson, were two guys that LeBron James demanded the organization resign? Anybody want to discuss that? No? Just want to keep defending your guy? Like, LeBron's a great player. He's brilliant. I mean, he was brilliant in game one. But people have become way too emotional about his career. He scored a lot of points, and they lost. That's the bottom line. Michael Jordan scored 63 in the Boston Garden against the best team in the NBA. In the playoffs, he lost that game. Tom Brady threw for over 500 yards and no picks in the Super Bowl. And they lost. (laughs) Like, they lost. What happened in game one has happened countless times in sports. Great player, performs great, but it wasn't great enough for his team to win the game. It happens all the time. Let's just not get too emotional about it. That's all I ask. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, we've got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, Up next here on Fox Sports Radio, something happened in the NFL on Friday. All right, something happened NFL-related on Friday, which was huge, huge, huge news for this network. Find out what it is next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Yeah, the st- by the way, uh, that stat, I don't like to do a lot of stats here uh, on the show, but that stat that I gave you is 100% accurate. That I gave you a few minutes ago here on Fox Sports Radio, that Aaron Hernandez had the same number of field goals in overtime that uh, LeBron James had in game one. Listen, I, I spit huh? truths, okay? I have spit truths on this show, all right? I am simply stating facts. Find me somebody else that'll give you those kind of those kind of stats, right? For you stat guys out there, I know how to pick them. I don't do a lot of stats on the show, but when I do, they are accurate. Take that for data. Yeah. All right. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. That is an important number, and here's why. About 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, it is the return of Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. All basic NFL trivia. Okay, this is all NFL-related. We do it every week, except for last week because I was filling in on another show, and then uh, and then I, I wasn't able to do this normal time slot. So it is back. It hasn't been around for two weeks. It is back. Guess that garbage coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you think you know NFL trivia, if you think you know basic NFL trivia, and this is all stories that have happened in the last several days. So we're not going way, 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 way back. This is all relatable, current, 
and fresh information NFL related if you want your opportunity to shine on national radio. 877-99 on Fox is the number to call. 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so uh, we were talking about this story as well, too, uh, earlier in the show. So Peyton Manning, that Al Jazeera story that came out. So this Al Jazeera story came out a couple of years ago in which Al Jazeera America, who uh, was a news organization or a, a channel or a network, whatever the hell they were, uh, they're no longer around. They closed down. Um, but they did this documentary on players in sports who were using HGH that had ties to this clinic and this clinic uh, uh, worked with certain athletes. And so the main target of this was Peyton Manning. And so Peyton Manning uh, uh, denied it, threatened to sue him, said, oh, it's not true. It's, it's all this in-depth stuff. Well, Al Je- uh, a story comes out courtesy of The Hollywood Reporter on Friday that says because Al Jazeera and, and the people involved in the documentary had always said that they had a second source who pretty much confirmed Manning's use of HGH and some of the allegations because the story was that Peyton Manning had shipments of HGH sent to his house, but he had them addressed to his wife so that they wouldn't be tied to him and he wouldn't have his name on him. And so this story comes out courtesy of the Hollywood reporter where uh, court documents have revealed that Peyton Manning's lawyers confirmed a lot of what the allegations were that the person who was making the accusations, Charlie Sly, who was in the documentary, that they've confirmed it. Now, we don't know if that's true. That's just what it's saying in court papers. And so I just thought it was funny that, like, this is kind of a big story, and it didn't really get a whole lot of coverage out there. Kind of find it odd, a little weird. Because as I said before, if this was Tom Brady's two-year-old story, trust me, there would have been something done on it. It would have been a major topic, okay? Brady's trainer and Bill Belichick weren't getting along. Brady uh, and Belichick weren't getting along, and it turned into a seven-page story from ESPN. Uh, They didn't touch that story on Friday. Didn't go anywhere near this Peyton Manning story. So I just think it's a little odd, but I think that what it is is that certain people get free passes. Listen, um, Eli Manning... Have you read any of the information or seen any of the details on that on that uh, memorabilia scandal story that's been going on for a little while to where uh, or there was fraudulent memorabilia given out that was sold uh, reportedly game used memorabilia. And as it turns out, it was not uh, somebody got upset and they 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 told on Eli Manning and told on the Giants and all that stuff. So members of the equipment staff with the Giants, just got fired. They all just lost their jobs because of that, okay? Like, there wasn't really a whole lot on that story or the fact that they settled before that story could go to court. But when staffers for the Patriots were let go because of deflation of footballs, everybody was all over that, weren't they? Like, I just, there's, there is, there, you know, it's kind of a hypocrisy. There's certain people that are going to get heat and certain people that are going to get free passes, and it seems like the Mannings get a lot of free passes. I mean, you saw how everybody was basically crying over Eli Manning 
being benched and his consecutive game streak being in jeopardy? Remember that story during the year? How many times do quarterbacks get benched all the time or pulled from games? Or if there's a veteran quarterback and they want to see whether or not a young quarterback uh, has, has the ability or can perform a little bit better and the season's already a waste. How many times, how many times do we see that in the NFL? All the time. But because it was Eli Manning, everybody got worked up over it. Everybody got upset. Like, there, like there's a certain element to the Mannings where you can't be critical. They don't, they don't get the same coverage that other players would in similar situations. That's a fact. But when I saw this story come up, it was a big day for the network and somebody at the network, and I'll tell you why. All right, so if you listen to this, like there's certain things where um, if you see something like a T-shirt in the mall or uh, a sign or a restaurant that opens up, you'll call up a buddy and go, man, I saw this T-shirt in the mall. It is so you. Like certain things you'll see and you just think of somebody immediately the second you see him. Like you you think of a person comes to mind the second you see a T-shirt or a sign or a poster or an advertisement, you think of somebody else, okay? Like you immediately will think of a buddy, all right? You listen to this show. When you see the Kona beer commercial on TV... You think of this show, all right? When you see that Kona beer commercial with those two uh, two big uh, Hawaiian guys and they're drinking a big wave and longboard, you think of this show when that goes down, all right? When you see anything Iowa-related, Iowa State, Iowa, uh, 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 Field of Dreams, anything Iowa-related, you think of this show because of Iowa Sam, our technical producer, when you hear the name Ralph, or if you're in Southern California and you go to the grocery store, Ralph's, you think of our national update anchor, Ralph, here on the program. Ralph Irvin. When you hear the name Michael Jordan, you think of nobody other than Michael Mayer, our executive producer. There are certain things that you think of the second you hear it. And I'm telling you this. This is a true story. I laughed when I saw this Hollywood Reporter story on Manning and the Al Jazeera, the, uh, the revelations that came out. Because when I saw the story resurface, the first person I thought of was Ben Maller. <laughs> he was the leader on this story. Okay, He was the guy who was going after Peyton Manning more than anybody else on the radio. Ben Maller does, does, uh, works here at Fox Sports Radio, one of the all-time greats, one of the best to ever do it. He works this time slot, but he works during the week. Okay, And Ben... For two years since that story came out, has been defending himself against Peyton Manning fanboys for two years. People that would get upset, whether it's fans in Denver or fans in Indianapolis or just general NFL fans, regardless. Ben Maller has been saying there was more to this story. He believes Peyton Manning's a cheat. There was more to this story. He's been saying it for two years. And the second that story resurfaced out of the blue on a Friday, the first person I thought of was Ben Maller. Because somehow, some way, when he takes over the microphone coming up uh, late Sunday night Pacific time, early Monday morning on the East Coast, that story, and I don't give a rip if it's two days old, I don't care if the NBA Finals game had just ended and it went to triple overtime, he will find a way to get that Peyton Manning Al Jazeera story into the show. Trust me. 
He's been he was ahead of this and had been talking about this for years. Okay, he was he has been trying to tell people and and saying a lot of the same things that I say that those guys do not get the same amount of criticism that other players do. So the second that Al Jazeera report came up, the first person I thought of was Ben Maller. Like this this guy's going to have a it's a feeding frenzy on this story when he takes back over uh, coming up in a couple of days. Go to hell, Bill Miller. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. That is an important number and here's why. Every single week on the show, we play a game called Guess That Garbage, all right? How it works is I've got basic NFL trivia. These are all easy stories. These are all stories that are very recent in the NFL. I am looking for people who have the guts, have the balls to get on the national stage, and I want to see how well you really know your NFL. But here's the catch. As easy as these questions are, as this trivia is, for some reason you guys struggle the second you get on the mic. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you're nervous. You call up. You forget things. Uh, you're, you're, you embarrass yourself. If you're sober, you sound drunk. If you're drunk, you sound more drunk. It's, it's, it's odd. But every week we do it here on the show. And if you want to be a part of it, 877-99 on Fox is the number to call right now. 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage is next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we do go to Major League Baseball where it was a full slate of games on Friday including the Houston Astros staying atop the AL West. Correa drills this one deep to left field, and you can kiss it goodbye. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Carlos Correa homers for a second straight day, and it is 5-3 Astros. Avazar affiliate KBME and the Astros radio network with the call as Houston beats Boston 7-3. Garrett Cole getting his sixth win of the year. The loss knocks the Red Sox back to just being a half game up on the New York Yankees. New York getting their third straight win, 4-1 in Baltimore. The Astros still a game and a half up on Seattle in the AL West. That's because the Mariners were 4-3 winners in 13 innings over Tampa Bay. Eduardo Escobar, a pair of home runs. The Twins drop Cleveland 7-4. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, you know, the new flavor of the week in terms of NFL offseason coverage is my old uh, associate, Cassius Marsh, who's now with the 49ers, previously was with the Seahawks and Patriots. And he's now saying that 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo used to shred the Patriots' first-team defense that before his trade to San Francisco. So he saw all of this coming. Uh, thanks, Ralph. What do you mean your old associate, Ralph? Cassius Marsh, what are you talking about? Well, he went to school at UCLA, and I worked with him a lot, uh, actually, his entire time there. I did a lot of stuff with him. I, uh, who is this guy? I, I, honestly, honest to God, he comes He comes to, like, where's Conor McGregor? Is Conor McGregor with us here uh, on Fox Sports Radio? But, uh, Conor McGregor, kind enough, a uh, friend of the show, Conor McGregor, uh, is uh, is is joining us here now on uh, Fox Sports Radio, Conor McGregor? Uh, just go ahead and uh, pull up a chair, uh, Conor McGregor. Um, uh, your thoughts. Uh, appreciate you stopping in, uh, uh, two-time uh, UFC champion. Your thoughts in two different weight classes. Your thoughts um, on Cassius Marsh's criticism of the Patriots. Who the f- is that guy? <laughs> I have no idea. I think Bill Belichick no. might have asked the same question. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, thanks, Ralph. 
Yep. Uh, all right, we're coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, it's time. Oh, my God. Ah! What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah. So we do it every week at this time. Well, when I'm working, because last week I got called off because I was filling in on another time slot. But it's Guess That Garbage. It's your chance to showcase your skills on national radio. These are all basic NFL trivia questions, but all relating to things that have happened in the NFL in the last several days. All right. So we're not asking you to go way far back. These are very easy you guys just get so damn nervous when you get on the air. So we're going to play it again here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So I'm looking for participants. By the way, if you doubt the popularity of this game, if you think I'm full of crap, 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. We have a thousand phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio. Every single one of them is busy. If you think I'm lying, call the number. You'll get a busy signal. You will get a busy signal. So if you think I'm lying, I've told you this is the most popular show on this network in this time slot. Crazy. Jeff is in North Carolina listening on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff, what's happening? Just living a piece of life, waiting for Pubs of Fun to come up. Uh, you're living the, the what life? The pizza life. Uh, pizza life. Well, are you a pizza delivery guy? Yeah, I'm a manager, but nice. I've done all that. Oh yeah, listen, uh, you make make some good cash doing that. Now you were you were asking about puns of fun. Oh, oh yeah, you said Iowa earlier, and when I hear Iowa, that's what I think. Hey man, listen, oh! uh, what one of the great yes, segments? Yes. Uh, look, uh, uh, maybe we'll see a return. <laughs> maybe we will see a return. Uh, you know, it just depends on uh, how much baseball we don't want to talk about uh, after the <laughs> NBA playoffs are over. Um, so, uh, so we will see. All right. So Jeff is in North Carolina listening on Fox sports radio. All right, Jeff, um, you just heard us talking about this uh, a moment ago. So this guy, uh, Cassius Marsh, uh, he's of the, the San Francisco 49ers. All right. So he's been very critical of the new England Patriots, a lot of criticism. So Jeff, here's my question for you. What is there more of Cassius Marsh career sacks or Tom Brady career Super Bowl appearances? Uh, I got to go with Tom Brady, because who? Who? That is correct. You are correct, sir. Jeff in North Carolina, spot on. Yeah, uh, take a, everybody uh, make sure you uh, you really take take his word for it. Cassius Marsh, uh, such a dominant player. Six career sacks. Yay. Just uh, make sure uh, we take that guy's word. Uh, uh, Conor McGregor again joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Conor McGregor, uh, your thoughts on Cassius Marsh having six sacks in his career? Suck these big artists. David is in Orlando listening on Fox Sports Radio. David, what's happening? Hey, what's up? Shout out to uh, former Orlando boy, Ralph Irving. Oh, all right. right. Hey, by the way, did you know that when Ralph moved back out to the West Coast, he dropped the G from his last name? So Ralph is <laughs> no still, longer a G. Does he still see his boy, uh, Cilio, out there? <laughs> but no idea. It certainly sounds like something that could be discussed on Twitter. 
Um, Be careful, Ralphie. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, Connor McGregor joining us again here on Fox Sports Radio. Connor, uh, your thoughts on Ralph Irving? Who the f- is that guy? I have no idea. I thought it was Ralph Irvin. Uh, David uh, in Orlando here on FSR. All right, David, here's a question for you, man. So Johnny okay. Johnny Manziel, he made his debut. All right, he made his debut in the CFL on Friday night as a backup quarterback. Uh, which CFL team does Manziel play for? Hamilton Tiger Cats, I believe. Yeah! There he is, baby! There he is! Two for two. Yes, the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Huh? How about that? I would be. I would venture to guess that more people have uh, heard of the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the last week than they had uh, in the entire history of the team. And that's, again, no offense to our, our lovely friends listening uh, up in Canada uh, as we break down the CFL here on the show. I am a CFL insider. I know a lot about the CFL, uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and our friends listening on TSN. Uh, no offense, but uh, that guy's done a lot for your uh, organization. Uh, you know, like more than anybody's ever done in the history of sports. Yeah. Um, Robbie is in Jacksonville listening on Fox Sports Radio. Robbie, what's happening? Uh, Hamilton who? Um, who? Yeah, the Tiger Cats. Come on. Oh, Tiger Cats. Yes, I got you. Uh, I, got, I got news for you, Robbie. They probably do better attendance than uh, the Jags do. All right, let's, let's have an uh, conversation. Uh, uh, you're wrong, my man, no, but go ahead with your uh, it, Jacksonville. It, it, it's a, it's a Beat joke. joke. Beat us up, dude. It, it's, That's a, right. it's a joke. Hey, I, I know it's a joke. I love Jacksonville, man. I want to I go in that swimming pool. I swear to God. I really want to no, go in that swimming pool. No, you don't. No, you do. Why not? Oh, uh, no. Come on, man. man the, that's a peephole, man. That's Bud Light running through that thing. Okay. The, uh, no. Hey, it could be worse. Uh, could be, welcome to Ebola. could be Paps Blue Ribbon. Trust me. could could always be worse. All right, uh, so here we go. Um, Robbie is in Jacksonville listening on Fox Sports Radio. Robbie, so, um, so Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, I want you to listen to all this, all right? Because I have several options here. It's multiple choice. Listen to all yeah. of them. Listen to all of them before you make your guess, all right? You ready? All right, so Patriots head coach Bill Belichick was seen at which establishment earlier this week? Here are your options. Listen to all of them before you take your guess. All right, you ready? Was it Wendy's, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, 7-Eleven, or the Piggly Wiggly? It wouldn't surprise me one bit if it was Chippendale. I'll go with Chippendale. That is incorrect. Who? Uh, no, that is incorrect. It's uh, already been addressed. Yeah, the reason it's not Chippendales is because that wasn't one of the options that I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I what am, am I missing something here? <laughs> who, who the hell said Chippendales? <laughs> what do we like? Was that his subconscious? Was he thinking know. Chippendales? And then he thought... Uh, uh, Listen, I love you, man. I love Jacksonville. Uh, I love being on in Jacksonville. Uh, I believe uh, AM 930 is a station in Jacksonville, but uh, it's a Chick-fil-A would be the uh, correct answer. Uh, no relation to Chippendales. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Every week, man. Every week. Oh, all right. Uh, Miami. Is this this guy's name? Miami listening in Richmond, Virginia. Miami, what's happening? Not a whole lot, man. Uh, so what's going on in Richmond? Um, nothing. Just getting off work. All right. Where do you work at? I work at a pizza shop. <laughs> Big time. We close at three in the morning. Oh, yeah. So how many times uh, have you ever 
Let me ask you this. I think this is a fair question. Have you guys ever shown up to somebody's house with a pizza and they've fallen asleep because they were hammered? Oh, all the time. Yeah, that, we, we're open till three in the morning. So what? So what happens? Do you guys just take the pizza back with you? That's a waste of gas. It's a waste of a trip. Like, what do you it's do? Fine to eat. It's not fun. A to lot eat. of times, you bang on the door till they wake up and say, "Hey, sign this receipt." Oh man, that that's annoying, man. That's annoying. All right, uh, so we've got uh, Miami and Richmond, Virginia here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Miami. So you remember Freddie Mitchell? Remember Fred X? Not really. All right. Uh, Freddie Mitchell was a wide receiver in the uh, NFL. Played for the Philadelphia Eagles, most notably. Uh, Was in the Super Bowl. He was the originator of the uh, uh, discount double check, that championship belt move that Aaron Rodgers stole from him. Uh, That guy was the uh, originator. So he sent a tweet out about his former teammate, Donovan McNabb, saying that uh, LeBron sticks up for his teammates. Donovan McNabb would never stick up for me. So true or false, all right, this is an easy one, true or false, Freddie Mitchell never caught another pass in the NFL after his time with the Eagles. True or false? True. That is correct. Look at you. There he is, baby. There he is. That is a uh, correct answer. Yes, never again. Never another pass caught by Freddie Mitchell in the NFL again. Uh, And then finally, we go all the way to Rod, who's in Bakersfield listening on Fox Sports Radio. Rod, what's happening? What's going on, Jonas? Uh, same man. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, same uh, same bleep, different toilet. Know what I mean? I know what you mean, man. Yeah. You know, one of these days, I'm gonna have to take the Saturday night off, come down there and bring you boys some baby back ribs, like Ooh. I do for that. Oh, look at you! <laughs> look at you! Uh, you are welcomed anytime, there, Rod. You are welcome anytime. All right, so uh, so Rod, here's the question for you. All right, so. Aaron Rodgers has questioned the team's free agency strategy. All right, he's been not been happy with some of the talent that he's had around him and some of the decisions and all that. So here's my question for you: Who was the last Green Bay Packer to have a hundred catches or more in a season? Multiple choice: Was it Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, Randall Cobb, Robert Brooks, or Brooks from Shawshank Redemption? Ooh, ooh, Jonas. That's a good one. I'm going to have to go with Donald Driver. Oof. That is incorrect. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Rod. We love you, man. You are royalty here at Fox Sports Radio. That is incorrect. Robert Brooks would be the correct answer. 102 catches in 1995. How about that? Aaron Rodgers has never had a 100-catch receiver in the history of his time in Green Bay. Even Jordy. Never. Wow. He had 98, 97, I think, a couple of times. Oh, man. Yeah, never had a 100-catch receiver. Mind. Yeah. Crazy stat. All right, uh, so with that, a 3-2 and two performance here on Guess That Garbage. Listen, that's not bad. You got a winning record for you. We'll play it again next week. All right, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Up next, this may be the most disgusting thing you'll hear all weekend on the radio. Don't go anywhere. It's next year on FSR. You are all garbage. Garbage. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, this is disgusting. Um, it was National Donut Day on Friday. I guess that's a thing where uh, it's like these Hallmark holidays, like Valentine's Day and some of this other crap that they come up with. 
where basically somebody invented it and then you celebrate it and it's all a scam. It's just to, to increase sales of something and they'll do it all the time. Like national smile day. <laughs> hey, let's walk around and smile. It's national smile day. Bleep you garbage. So, uh, it was national donut day on Friday and Joey chestnut, that slob, that competitive eater, the guy who eats like, uh, 7,000 hot dogs on a uh, 4th of July. Like you can either, uh, you know, uh, uh, light a mortar bomb off your head, like the the guy did uh, up in the Northeast that we talked about a couple of years ago. Guy uh, lights a mortar bomb off the top, puts it on the top of his head, and then lights it, and instantly dies. <laughs> like, like, what are you thinking, man? Like, even, like he's he's five eleven, puts a mortar bomb on top of his head. Uh, Thirty seconds later, he's four foot three. How do you think that turned out? All right, so so you can do that, or you can watch Joey Chestnut, that slob, shove food in his mouth um, on Coney Island. And so it was National Donut Day, so they had those donuts, those little small hostess donuts, which I don't know if there's anybody out there that doesn't like those, um, but they had those donuts. Joey Chestnut ate 257 in six minutes on Friday. <laughs> 257 donuts in six minutes on Friday, all right? So we're going to go around the room, all right? Let's go around the room here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go around the room. Um, How much did Joey Chestnut win for eating 257 donuts in six minutes, all right? No cheating. Ralph Irvin, how much did Joey Chestnut win for that feat? Uh, my simple answer is not nearly enough. Okay. Iowa Sam, how much did Joey Chestnut win for eating 257 donuts in six minutes? Uh, I'm going to say he made uh, $500. Okay. Uh, Mike Mayer, how much did Joey Chestnut earn for eating 257 donuts in six minutes? I'm going to go half of what Sam said and say 250 You think he did it for 250 bucks? Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't crap my pants for 250 bucks. You think that guy shoved uh, 257 donuts in his mouth for 250 bucks? Yeah, you know what? You who knows? Maybe. Okay. Here it's fine, sweet. All right. The uh, the correct answer. Four thousand dollars. Yeah, four thousand dollars for 257 donuts in six minutes. For four thousand dollars. I'm telling you, man. I'm not doing it for four grand. I'm not going to do that. I I just I'm not I'm not shoving that many donuts in my mouth for four thousand dollars. How much after taxes? What is he going to walk with two G's? He has to work, Jonas. He has to eat. I don't know. Like I, a I, glutton. For, I don't for know. His job. Uh, yeah, and then uh, he he grabs he get take home is what two grand. Uh, then he's, he's got to have a heart attack. Yeah, then he's got a stomach ache. Uh, he's got to wear a diaper the rest of his life. Uh, goodbye, white jeans, squatty potties. Uh, special toiletries, the works. It was a glorious day for a lot of people, all right? Do not let the voices you hear tell you otherwise. Don't fall victim to that. It was a glorious day. I'll explain here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program right now. We appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here, as always, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So there's people out there that are going to tell you, and they're going to be very, very dramatic and a little overdramatic. And listen, if you work in radio, by nature, you're overdramatic, right? It's just, we think things are a bigger deal than sometimes they really are. We think things are incredible when sometimes they're really not. We do, we just tend to be a little over overdramatic with things. Some of the uh, reaction to game one of the NBA finals, man. You guys got to calm down. You know what I think this was? I think people got so tired of previewing the finals. And you've done so many of the stories so many times because it's the fourth year in a row that these teams have played. That now that you had fresh content, we lost our minds a little bit in in talking about it. Relax. You know, it's like like the first time uh, uh, you go on vacation with your buddies... First time you go to Vegas, first time you do whatever, and you end up you end up going way too hard the first day, and it kind of butchers the uh, the rest of the trip because you're bombed out of your mind. Like if you go to Vegas, like we used to do this trip to where we would leave L.A. and from from LA, out here in L.A., you can get to Vegas in four hours. All right, no traffic, no stops, whatever. You get to Vegas in four hours, but as you get to state line. And it's, it's the uh, state line where you cross over from California to Nevada. It's called State Line. You've got a couple of places there. There's a place called Whiskey Pete's. Uh, there's another place called Buffalo Bill's. Not the Buffalo Bill who, uh, who, who tucked his uh, downstairs bathroom between his legs in uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, you don't know what pain is, that guy. <laughs> you know that weirdo? <laughs> he's very uh, very weird. He like uh, locks some lady down the cellar. She brings his dog down there. Not that guy. There's like another casino. It's called Buffalo Bills. And we realized after we stopped there one time that we're never doing it again because we were so excited to be doing something different that we stopped at Whiskey Pete's one night and ended up blowing through like two, 300 bucks gambling in the first 10 minutes. And it's like, damn it. Like We were just so excited that we lost ourselves without realizing, why don't we just drive another 40 minutes and go to the actual Vegas Strip? Here we are. They're doing $1 shrimp cocktail. Uh, they've got a lounge singer, and they've got a, a, the average age inside the casino is death. So why don't we just wait? And get to the actual strip next time. But we got so excited being away from the same routine in L.A. that we just sort of lost our minds. I think that's what happened with Game 1 of the NBA Finals. To where people just were so sick of talking about preview, 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 uh, matchup number four, LeBron, who's greater, Michael Jordan, LeBron, blah, 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 blah. That that last minute of the game in regulation... That people lost their minds. That gave you so much material that you lost your minds. So the idea that people think that that was a quote-unquote black eye for the NBA, right? Black eye. Don't, uh, don't confuse that with what you think you may have just heard. Black eye with an E, all right? Not going to get accused of anything. But 
For those people that think it was a bad look for the NBA that officials cost the Cavs the game, stop. Just stop. That was a great night for the NBA. It was phenomenal. That gave you everything you could possibly want down the stretch, free basketball in overtime. I thought it was fantastic. The idea that people were fixated, well, they're fixated on a couple of things. One is the J.R. Smith stuff. Listen, J.R. Smith, he's a wild child, man. He's had a lot of incidents in his life. Now, you may point to that and go, that's my favorite J.R. Smith moment. All right, Or you may point to him throwing soup at an assistant coach and say, that's my favorite J.R. Smith moment. Um, personally, my favorite J.R. Smith moment is when uh, he was interacting with a woman on Instagram or Twitter or whatever it was, uh, and she was just telling him that she's excited that she's going to a basketball game, and he uh, wrote back to her, you trying to get the pipe. <laughs> you can get those T-shirts. I'm not lying. They sell those T-shirts. That's my personally my favorite J.R. Smith moment. But if you've got yours, you've got yours. All right. So J.R. Smith, he's taken a beating. I think he got caught up in the moment, lost his mind a little bit, didn't know time, situation, score, all that stuff. Just sort of lost it in the moment. It happens, man. Like that, that stuff happens. You know, sometimes uh, we we do it every single day. You ever seen those people who drive away from a gas pump and they've still got the gas pump inside the gas, the gas tank? You ever seen that before? It's happened. Like sometimes you just lose your mind. You're doing something, uh, and J.R. Smith sort of lost his mind. Bad place to do it, but we can pile on that. I don't even really want to pile on him for that. Like, like to me, the 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 point, the the block charge call is the one that that I I don't. I don't understand. I I could not disagree with people more on when you've got people out there who are claiming that the Cavs got screwed. I don't understand that. Like, because you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on the process and the path they took to get to the call. You're not focusing on the call. And and I just I, I don't think that that's the way that you got to look at this. I think you've got to look at it as to whether or not they got the call right. And it's my point earlier in the show was that there are certain things that the initial violation is understand understood and sort of forgotten if ultimately it was for the good of a bigger cause. You know, like and and the comparison I gave you earlier was. It's never okay to break into your neighbor's house unless the Christmas tree or the couch is on fire and you need to break in so you can put out the fire. I think they'll forget and they won't they won't charge you for breaking and entering if they realize you just saved their house from burning down, right? It's never okay to go 20 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour over the speed limit unless the cop pulls you over and he realizes that your wife's going into labor and you've got to get to a hospital. Then I think they will probably waive the speeding ticket and they'll say, okay, let me help, let us help you out. We understand the situation. So the point being, there are certain times where the initial, the initial offense afterwards is forgotten if it meant for the good of the bigger cause. And that's what that play was. You may not have liked the path that the officials took to get to that call in which they deemed it a block, but they still got the call right. The NBA came out with their two-minute report, which we're going to get to later on because I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. The NBA came out to their two-minute report, came out with their two-minute report, and they ultimately said it was a block. They got that call right. 
But the idea that, well, we're not happy with the way that they got there. I got news for you. I think it's very weird and it's pretty creepy when uh, you go through your, your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife's cell phone when they're not around. I think that's very creepy when you go through it and you take a look at things. I think that's odd. That's very odd behavior. But if by doing that, you find out that they've been cheating on you, then guess what? It was for the good of a bigger cause. So I, I kind of forget the fact that you went through the phone. I'm now more focused on the fact that they've been fooling around with you behind your back for this long. So I, I think that too many people are focusing too much on the path that those officials took to get to that call, to make it the, the, the blocking call, and not about the fact that they got the call right. And that's why I said uh, earlier in the show, I think you should be able to review everything. This idea that, well, no, you can only, if you, if you go to a review, it can only be to see whether or not they're outside the restricted area. You know, it's not a, you know, you can't go to the review and then use that to determine whether or not it was a block because that's a judgment call. Man, Bill Belichick said it a couple of years ago. I 100% agree with Bill Belichick when he said it. I think everything should be reviewable in the NFL, and I think everything should be reviewable in, in basketball, in the NBA, because I think too often we are focused on the wrong stuff when it comes to these calls. We are focused on, on completely the wrong things. Like we're, we're focused on uh, how much time it's going to take, or we're focused on, on uh, you know, well, wh- what's it going to take to get to that point? Uh, we're fo- Stop. Like just focus on getting it right. And if you want them to get it right, then you should be able to look at that play and go, you know what? Yeah, maybe they bent the rules a little bit to get to that point. But ultimately, they got it right. And that's the point of this. I just think that that, that people uh, take too much time to worry about the efficiency and, and what's legal and what's the... You know, man, it, it, it was a blocking foul on LeBron James. I'm sorry. And I know that there's 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 media out there that want to want to blame the the NBA for it. They want to blame the officials. They want to blame J.R. Smith. That didn't cost you the game. Was it at a bad time in the game? Was it late in the game when it was an important play? Of course it was, but that didn't cost you the game. Okay, J.R. Smith not knowing the situation, the score, the time, whatever his excuse was in that moment, I think that had a much bigger impact on the game than a blocking foul that was initially called a charge. Like There were a lot of opportunities for the Cavs to still win that game. You went into overtime. You had a lead afterwards, You after that block uh, charge call. You went into overtime. LeBron James was 0 for 4 from the field in overtime. All right, like like there were other meltdowns in that game. I just think people are focusing too much on the refs, too much on it's not fair what they did, it's not right what they did. They got it right. That's the biggest thing. That should always be the most important thing. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at TheJonasKnox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up next here on FSR. So um, there is something that, that is being done in the world of sports that is one of the... I, I, I don't know if it's the dumbest idea, but I think it's 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 in the running and in contention for one of the dumbest ideas they've come up in recent years in sports. I'll tell you why that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Somebody decided this was a good idea in the world of sports. I think it's stupid. I'll tell you what that is uh, a couple of minutes from now here on FSR. We talked uh, earlier in the program about uh, Joey Chestnut, that slob. Uh, he was a competitive eater. He had 257 donuts in six minutes. Those little uh, hostess donuts you get in like a pack of six. He had 257 in six minutes, which is just disgusting. Well, one of one of the most disgusting things I've heard. Um, and so we were talking about that earlier, but then Ralph Irvin uh, walked into the studio with a little piece of tri-tip, a little Ralph Irvin tri-tip uh, that Ralph uh, cooked up at home. Uh, not bad, Ralph. I think you could. Uh, I think you could sell that stuff. Yeah, it came out pretty well. Yeah, it's uh, it fine to eat, Ralph. Uh, you know, some competition in uh, in Thousand Oaks, Ralph. You're going to uh, the the Thousand Oaks Meat Locker. In here in Southern California, Wood Ranch. The Elks Lodge is probably going to come after me. Yeah, yeah, maybe the uh, the Elks might uh, come after you. By the way, Saturdays they do uh, they do seven dollar tri tip sandwiches at the Elks. Little little Thousand Oaks tip, Ralph. For uh, oh, I'm fully yeah, aware. A little, little for you, but I will say this: my brother makes the best ribs, smokes the best ribs you'll ever have. They're unbelievable. In fact, find my brother on Twitter. Everybody hound him on Twitter. His Twitter account is locked, but I think you could still tweet him. And, and, and this one, Jonas, is just for Mike. He'd they'd be a lot better if they had my sauce on them. Yeah. Um, there you go. Huh? Nice work, Ralph. Way to way to take us into the gutter. Uh, find my brother. Everybody tweet at my brother Adam Knox seventy two. It's at Adam Knox seventy two, and harass him for ribs. I'm serious. They're the best ribs you'll have. He smokes them. At Adam Knox seventy two. Just harassed him and bust his balls. See if we can get him to shut down Twitter. All right. Um, 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right. So uh, we were talking. So a lot of the controversy coming off of uh, of Game One of the NBA Finals has has to do with a lot of the um, just the you know the, the the basically the last part of the game. Really, I mean, it was a fun game up until that point. LeBron was fantastic, uh, but then you had the the J.R. Smith meltdown, the Tristan uh, Thompson scuffle, the block charge thing. Um, it it just it gave you everything you could possibly want. Steph Curry and LeBron James talking trash to each other. Uh, LeBron James, um, you know, getting upset at a at a fair question from Mark Schwartz of ESPN, who was asking him about the J.R. Smith stuff. And I know media members there were, were were upset with Mark Schwartz because, well, you know, why is he asking these questions? Uh, stop. Uh, LeBron James is not your friend. He's there to do his job. He asked fair questions, and LeBron James got up with his purse and left the press conference. And it's fine. And I don't have anything anything against the uh, the shorts uh, suit combination. I think it's a good look. Uh, uh, go do what you got to do. I mean, right. good for him. Uh, but the idea that he got upset with Mark Schwartz for the question is just ridiculous. I mean, it was a fair question. He did nothing wrong. Uh, media members who think that Mark Schwartz was out of line for it, uh, you're just you're just a kiss ass, and you want LeBron James to be your friend, and he's not going to be. Okay, so just deal. Um, so LeBron James storms out of there. He gets upset, and to me, that was more evident of how much Le- how important LeBron James knew that that game was. 
LeBron James knew that was an important game because he has picked his spots in the postseason, and he's picked and kind of chosen which games are winnable and which ones aren't. In the Boston series, in games one and five, it was very evident that early on, the legs weren't there, the energy wasn't there, and that wasn't going to be a winnable game. So he would rather save up for the other games in the series, and you saw who was the fresh guy on the court late in Game 7, LeBron James, because he picked his spots. He knew how to manage his gas tank. And so I think that he was upset. His behavior in-game, his behavior afterwards, was because he saw that Game 1 as a winnable game, and the fact that they lost it, that hurt. Because he realized that that was one that they had to get. He needed to get that one. So, the thing that, that the NBA has done... And I just, I, I think this is just a horrible idea. Okay. They started doing this thing called the, uh, the last two minute report. And it's basically where they'll go back and they'll announce the following day if there were any missed calls or any questionable calls, they'll address them in their quote, final two minute report. And so the NBA determined that that block charge play that we've discussed at length here on the show, that they got that right, that that was a block. But then they also pointed out that Draymond Green should have been called for a lane violation on the missed free throw from George Hill, and that Draymond Green also held LeBron James during a loose ball play late in that game as well, too. And so you see all that and you go, oh, man. And Cavs fans are going to run with this and say, I knew we got screwed. <laughs> See, even the NBA's acknowledging we got screwed. And LeBron fanboys are going to say, oh, they got in the way of history. Those guys got in the way of history. And it's like, man, uh, a lot of players score a lot of points and lose games. You know, Jordan scored 63 and lost a playoff game to the Celtics. Tom Brady threw for over 500 yards and lost a Super Bowl. It's not that it's not that that out of out of whack. It's not so crazy we've never seen it before. This happens. It's sports. There's a lot going on. All right? He, he put up a 50 burger and he lost. Big deal. I mean, come on. Like, crying about it is, is a waste of time. My biggest issue is this whole 2-minute report. Why are you doing it? What's the point? Like, 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 what's the point? I, I had uh, earlier this week. I had these lotto scratchers that I never scratched. I, 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 I forgot about them, and I found them again, and I never scratched them. And at a certain point, lotto scratchers, if if you don't take them in on time, they expire, so they're no longer good. And so. I just brought them in, and I knew they were probably expired. I saw the back, the rules, or whatever, and I just took them into the scanner just to confirm that they were already expired, right? Just to confirm. And a trash, 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 trash. And after I found out they were already expired, I threw them away. Tore them up and threw them away. You know what I didn't do before I took them in? I didn't scratch them. You want to know why? Because I didn't want to unveil $10,000 and realize that I was an idiot who lost them and misplaced them and ended up scratching them after the fact, only to find out, yeah, sorry, should have cashed them in in time. Now you're out 10 Gs. I don't, I don't need that on my mind. All right? I don't, that'll eat me for the rest of my life. So instead of scratching them, I just took them in, 
confirm what I already knew. They were expired, and I tossed them because after the fact, it does me no good. Same with the two-minute report. After the fact, it does you no good, so why do you do it? I don't understand. Like, like, what's the point? To admit you got some calls wrong and uh, uh, so you can't go back and change them? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're a guy and you see a 10 at the bar, she's gorgeous. I mean, she is the hottest woman at the bar and she's there by herself. And you're you're just looking and saying, man, I would love a chance to talk to her. And she ends up and uh, she leaves, ends up leaving. What good would it be if you found out she was into you after she left? She's already gone. It's over. At that point, I'd rather not know. Like At that point, I'd rather have my buddy not tell me that I completely blew my opportunity to go talk to the prettiest girl at the bar. I'd rather just not know because it does me no good. Like uh, there are certain things that you just you after the fact it like I'd rather just not even know anything. I'd rather just let it be, move on, toss the lotto scratchers. It's expired. Uh, don't tell me that girl was into me. She's already gone. It's a waste of my time. Now it's going to piss me off. I never went over and talked to her. And the NBA comes out with this two minute report. And it's like, hey, we got this one right, but yeah, but we got these other two wrong. What's the point? Just to make your officials look bad? Or is it to stir up controversy? I mean, it's great for what we do. It gives us another angle on this game, another disc- talking point that we can get into. Stirs up controversy. If that's, if that's the master plan here, if they're telling us that they want to make sure that they're uh, up front with calls that they miss in the final two minutes... But if it's really because they know it'll generate more conversation, more water cooler talk or sports talk, radio talk, because they come out and say that they got some calls wrong, some more what if sports talk radio, if that's the master plan here, then uh, congratulations. I think you're doing a great job because it definitely does get talked about. But if it's just to air out your officials or to try and showcase that you're on the up and up, you're wasting your time. It does no good. I'd rather not know. And if I'm a Cav fan, I, I, I don't want to know that LeBron James got held by Draymond Green and there was a lane violation, so the free throw should have been shot over again. I'd rather not know. Like, don't waste my time. It's done with. Like, toothpaste out of the tube. You can't get it back in there, so what, what's the point? 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-996-6369. Uh, you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, there is uh, one of the most disliked and controversial athletes in all of sports is back. Find out who that is next year on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we begin with a look at Major League Baseball, where it was a full slate of games on Friday, including one Yankee going yard. There it goes deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. A long home run. In fact, a Judgian blast. Oh, did he hit a home run. He got all of that. WFAN and the Yankees radio network with the call. Aaron Judge hit his 16th home run of the season. A judge 
a judgy in blast. Is yeah, that what John he said? Sterling uh, maybe went a little, uh, a little to the obtuse on that uh, one. And maybe we put that in out of context, huh, Mike? I think we're up to four minutes on that segment for the show. The Yankees a half game behind Boston in the AL East. That's because the Red Sox fell to Houston seven at three. Garrett Cole getting his seventh or sixth win of the season, seven strikeouts. Hey, Ralph, yes. can I quickly? It's a little behind the curtain here. I'm looking at Sam through the glass, and I know Sam's got a drop that he wants to play because he, he his his smile lights up and he gets really excited. So the fact that we said the word judge. Sam in his mind was like, oh, cool. I get to use that judge sound effect that I haven't used in like three months. <laughs> he was so excited to get my, to use my, that judge. My gavel sound yeah. effect. <laughs> I got to drop for everything, Jonas. Everything. <laughs> All right. Continue, Ralph. Sorry, Ralph. Houston leads the AL West by a game and a half over Seattle. That's because the Mariners got a uh, solo shot for Mitch Hanniger in the 13th. They beat Tampa Bay 4-3. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience at the Memorial Jack Nicklaus's Tournament. Kyle Stanley, Joaquin Neiman sit atop the leaderboard at 11 under. Tiger Woods, six back. He's tied for 24th. Of course, we'll have more coming up in the scraps. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so i got to set up this segment because... So we do this on the show. This is our opportunity because, look, we only have three hours. Uh, there's a lot of stories out there, but some of them, you know, they just they don't make the cut, man. They're B sides, whatever. I mean, we gotta we gotta we gotta play the hits, right? We gotta get to the main stuff here. And so clearly, the main story in sports is, uh, you know, Game One of the NBA Finals and all the controversy there. So there are other stories out there in the world of sports, though, that deserve a little bit of attention. All right, so it's why we designed this segment. But here's certain things take on a life of their own. And so when we came up with the idea for the scraps, um, it was, you know, we're throwing a couple of sports stories. And if there's a crazy, bizarre, off-the-wall story, we can talk about that, too. I think that stuff's fun. We're, we're open to things like that. Uh, you know, it's the middle of the night on the weekends. We can get a little bit more aggressive with some of the, uh, the content that we're able to do here on Fox Sports Radio. I had no idea that it was going to turn into one of the highlights of the weekend because whenever Ralph Irvin does the scraps and he normally is on hand for the Sunday morning portion of them, whenever Ralph does the scraps, he loses it on the final story. And it's not, this isn't intentional. He just can't stop laughing when he does these stories. And so with that, it leads us to this. Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And as we mentioned, we turn it over to Ralph Irvin to find out what the hell we've missed on the show so far. Ralph? Setting a high bar for my failure on that, uh, but we will start with uh, Johnny Manziel making his on-field debut in the CFL, going 9 of 11 in his preseason appearance for the Hamilton Tiger Cats against Toronto. Afterwards, he talked about there being trash talk going on in the field. Uh, it's just part of it. I was trying to help a guy up out of the pile. He wants to say some foul stuff. Listen, I'm, I'm not here to be pushed over. You can come at me because my name's in the papers, because my name's on TV. You can come at me. But I'm not backing down. I'm here for a reason. I'm here to play ball. I'm not going to be treated like shit. So it is what it is. It's football. People talk a little bit out there. It is what it is. But just know I'm not backing down from anybody. 
And you know, Jonas, it's that type of attitude that actually led to him being successful, and he's going to have to have that up there in Canada if he wants to make it to the NFL. Well, he's got a name, so everybody's going to be gunning for him. But I mean, he's got to be gunning back for him. Yeah, no, and um, it's like, that's what, when Rex Ryan put in Mark Sanchez in the fourth quarter, I think it was the fourth quarter of the preseason game or yep. whatever it was, and uh, it, the reason why it was so dumb, one, because it's your starting quarterback, it was also dumb because... The most dangerous time to play, I believe, in an NFL game is the fourth quarter of a preseason game because all those guys are like kamikazes. They're just trying to make a roster, and if there's a guy with a big enough name out there, they know they may be able to potentially make a roster by taking that guy out or making a big play on that guy. Manziel's the biggest name in the league. So all these other guys that also want to get to the NFL, just like Manziel, are going to do whatever they can to try and get some notoriety and take him out. And I don't know, he seemed like he was a, he was a little hot after the game because he was even saying, you know, we'll see him in the regular season and all that. I think it's great for the league. Um, I just wonder how soon until he gets a starting starting gig. Well, the interesting thing is he did go 9 of 11, and when you talk about an athletic-type quarterback, you always worry about their accuracy. For a guy to complete that number of passes – when you're talking about CFL receivers and backup preseason CFL receivers, means he was had to have been putting the ball right on target. Yeah, aren't you going to watch? I'm going to watch when when the, when it go, regular season. I'm going to look. I'm well. I'm the CFL insider, of course. I'm going to watch. But um, I, man, I, I don't even know uh, CFL insider. I have no idea when the season starts. Uh, but but whenever it does, I'm going to watch. Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> What else, Ralph? Uh, well, Tristan Thompson was fined twenty five thousand dollars for his, what? For what? Getting uh, <laughs> when uh, that that woman went to the batting cages in that club? No, <laughs> no. This this was. I think this had more to do with him. Uh, you know, handing a, a basketball to Draymond Green like it was a sandwich. Excuse me, Miss. Uh, we're at a hookah bar. Why are you pumping gas in here? Oh. I thought it was a shake weight. <laughs> Go ahead, Ralph. His flagrant two foul was dialed down to a flagrant one. That means he will be able to play in game two of the NBA Finals. But with that said, you know, we, we've t- you were talking about uh, LeBron James, and when you think about him being the most dominant force in the NBA, the greatest player of all time, and as they say, and you know, and not being broken down and old. Why, when the game was tied and there's a free throw w- going on, is he not down there trying to get a rebound instead of sitting at half court? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and uh, Ralph, uh, you actually mentioned that during one of the break, and that's some, yeah, it is interesting why LeBron James, if he's one of the biggest players and the strongest player on the court, why wouldn't he be down there to grab a rebound instead of say J.R. Smith? Yeah, and and how the hell did did J.R. Smith get that rebound over Kevin Durant? Like you know what I mean? Like there there's so many cra- there's so many crazy things that happened towards the end of that game, but that's true. Like gotta consult that two minute report. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, where the hell was LeBron at that point? Like, it, it is interesting. Like, what the hell happened? Why, why wouldn't he be down there if he's one of your, if he's one of the biggest players, the best athlete on the floor? Unless he's, unless he's back there to prevent anything from happening if there's a miss and there's an outlet pass and he's your best defender. But I do think it's uh, to your point. It is a little curious he wouldn't be down on the block. I agree. It's 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 just one of those many points that there's lots of things to uh, criticize, lots of players in that game, but. LeBron's not exempt from them. Um, all right, Ralph. So what's uh, what's uh, the final story, Ralph? What do we got? Well, we go to uh, 
Well, we go to one of our great places, that's Vero Beach, Florida, where Robert Webb Peters was having a late night dance party at 11 o'clock at night, and angry neighbors called the cops on a noise complaint. When they got there, they found that Robert was, uh, well, Sam, can I get a little mood music? Yeah, he, he was he was just alone dancing with himself. Um, deputies knocked on his door, asked him to turn down the music, and he complied. And then he went to talk to the deputies and excused himself mere seconds later and turned the music back on and started dancing again. Right in front of the windows for the cops to see. And they asked him to open the door. He said no. So they went to, the deputies went to check with the neighbors, see what was going on. And this guy, Robert Webb Peters, got in what they call a club car, which is a flat fare taxi there in Vero Beach. And he was leaving the house. <laughs> so, so noise complaint called and he's like, yeah, you know, you guys leave. I'll, I'll just get in a car and go away. Wait. Uh, I'm hold on. Hold. So there was nobody else in the house. Nobody. He was dancing with himself. And what, I mean, did and he it, have, literally, did he have clothes on? Yes. Are we sure he had clothes on? No. We are not sure if that is. I don't fact. know. I. He he did what, when he got in the club car. To leave. Okay, I was gonna. Let's just pretend that he had no clothes on because I, I think that I had a, a juicy part of the uh, to the stories. Let's well, just pretend. Well, then that, you're gonna take us back to that Buffalo Bill segment from earlier in the show. Well, no, if he's dancing and he's really is dancing, he can't uh, he can't tuck. Like there's no like that's just not that's not possible. I mean, if it is, I mean, I've, I've seen crazier things, but so he's dancing by himself in the house with the music blasting. The cops come to the house. They tell him to turn the music down. He does. And then when they walk away, he turns it back up and continues to dance? No, no. He, they didn't even walk away. He just excused himself and then went and turned it back up while talking to them. So then they went to go talk to the neighbors? Who had called in the complaint. And, and they, he left the house. And yes, he left the house to get in a, a, a taxi. That he was driving? No. Or, he, he went to ride in the taxi. So they pulled Man. over the cab and arrested him. Oh, so they did arrest him? Yes. For what? Well, a noise violation. But he left. Did he leave the music on or something? Well, but they were there when he was committing the violation, and he didn't ah! have to be doing it when they arrested him. He left the house. Like, why would they arrest him? They, 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 mission mission accomplished. They, the whole point was to get him to turn the music down. Well, suddenly you see uh, the relevance to uh, the NBA playoffs where... They had achieved their goal, but they weren't happy with just achieving the goal. Wow. So he, that's amazing. So he was just dancing with himself. Uh, yes, literally. Oh, unbelievable. Um, so uh, so when when did you get out of jail, Sam? Uh, like after they pulled you over, Sam, uh, were you, was it something that, uh, you know, you could pay a little bit of a fine or what, what's the, what's the status there? Made bail in three hours and, uh. Off I went. Although five hundred dollar bond. Hey, listen, uh, I I am somebody who I have traveled, taken vacations by myself. I am totally comfortable being alone, going to bars alone, having a drink alone. I have no issues with it. I'm totally comfortable with that. I do admire the idea that this guy pre-partied alone in his house, basically told the cops to bleep off, and then hopped into a cab 
to go party alone again, presumably alone, and he may or may not be wearing clothing. That's great. Good for him. Welcome to Florida. Yeah, good for him. Uh, by the way, if you were just tuning into the program, you were new to the program, um, think about the one thing you hate the most. It could be a food. It could be whatever. Right. If whatever it is that you hate the most, just think about that one thing. All right. Clear your minds and everybody think about the one thing you hate the most. All right. Whatever that thing is, it pales in comparison to how much Ralph hates the state of Florida. He hates it. Ralph Irvin. That's not true. He just drew Ralph. Uh, Hurricane Ralph coming to Florida. I just call it the way I see it. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks, Ralph. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next here on FSR, you're going to hear maybe the greatest call. All right. This could be the greatest call in the history of sports. Don't go anywhere. That's next on FSR. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer, too. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up here in just a moment, we are going to have maybe the greatest call in the history of sports. All right, so we'll have that for you here in a matter of moments on Fox Sports Radio. Stick around less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR. The fellas, Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy will be live you do not want to miss that. Anthony Gargano is going to have the very latest on Brian Colangelo and what the hell that guy's doing with five burner accounts on Twitter. Uh, the pride of Philadelphia, Anthony Gargano, uh, will be on uh, all over that subject. Um, that was a huge story this week, a very bizarre story, but fun at the same time. Uh, and uh, and the great Lincoln Kennedy, so stick around for those guys. Uh, right now, though, it's time for something we do on the show every single week called this. Out of it's time to make people in sports sound even worse than they already did this week. Similar to this long sentence that I just read. What? It's out of context. J.R. Smith's huge boner. Oh, yeah, he likes the dirt instead. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Quick. They'd be a lot better if they had my sauce on them. Tough to swallow. <laughs> Didn't sleep that much last night. Expansion is not on our agenda right now. I'm determined to get the most. I'm trying to squeeze this orange so it's no mm. more juice left. I took it on the chin. At any point, it could break open for us. Uh, you don't want to dig yourselves holes. Locking hands underneath the butt. Takes him for a ride. You shot the shot. I think we go both ways, though, sometimes, don't we, as men? I would run you over. I'll run you over. If you don't like the grabbing and holding now, you would have hated it, absolutely hated it then. <laughs> I'm going to have days where it's just tight. And uh, unfortunately, today was one of those days. Me and too. It's all right. The pigs, you know, they're, they're coming after me. Making some headway. Final 100 <laughs> yards for both of these nuts. Cage fighter trying to battle back. Both of these nuts. Cage fighter. <laughs> both of these nuts rolling to victory by a head yes! over cage fighter. Yes! All right. Well done. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, from the demented mind of Mike Mayer, our executive producer, who uh, spends a lot of time to put those together, uh, making people uh, in the world of sports sound very creepy. Um, we've got to play. This may be the greatest call in uh, the history of the universe. Remington Park in Oklahoma City is a, a, a horse track. Never been there. Never even heard of it. The horse who was the uh, who was racing, um, I believe the number three horse. His name was Bofa D's Nuts, and here's how it sounded. 
making some headway. Final 100 yards for both of these nuts. Cage Fighter trying to battle back. Both of these nuts. Cage Fighter. Both of these nuts rolling to victory by a head over Cage Fighter. Can you imagine that? Honey, I won 200 bucks at the track. Yeah, on what? Well, you know, on both of these nuts. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.